Hi everyone, this is Linda Leakley, Chief Clinical Officer from HCP, and you're joining us for a live edition of Vision, the podcast for leaders and forward thinkers in the care industry. Today, boy, we are so lucky to be joined by Michelle Lifts. She's the CEO of Synergy Home Care of MidPen, and Michelle opened her agency in central Pennsylvania in March of 2012. And since that time, Synergy has been awarded the HCP Awards for Provider and Employer of Choice plus the Leader in Excellence Award for eight consecutive years. Michelle is going to share her experience with care staff retention and give you lots of strategies for nurturing your care professionals. Please feel free to share your comments or questions in the chat, and we'll get to as many questions as possible before the end of the session. If we miss yours, we'll try to reach out afterwards and, and get an answer for you. So I'm excited to dig into this topic. So Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Linda. Hi, everyone. Hope you're having a good day. It's our pleasure to have you. And you know, Michelle, when we heard that you that the employee who cared for your very first client in 2012 is still on your team, we knew we needed to talk to you. Can you tell us a little bit more about that employee? Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing, actually. And it was my first client, and it was a 24-7 client right off the bat. So I was there being a caregiver as well and she would work during the days i would work during the nights and we had some other caregivers with us too but kathy is still with us and doing care just like she always has so yeah we're we're very fortunate that's that's amazing but it's my understanding she's not a unicorn right i mean you she's not a one in a million you have other long-term employees I do. We do. Most, most of my, you know, other than like your newer staff, but the staff I have, I have seven years, eight years, nine, ten. I mean, when we go, when I host quarterly trainings and we go around the room and tell, have everybody say their name and how long they've been here, it just really amazes me that What's that it's a reminder you probably forget because time kind of flies right and it, it does and sometimes they'll look at me and i'll, I'll say don't <laughs> I, I don't know like you know sometimes i don't even remember what day it is but well yeah it's it is really amazing and and when they do that it's just really newer people that are at the training just like wow this must be really yeah. good company to work for. And it's great to hear direct care workers say, you know, yes, you know, mm -hmm. this is what you will see. This is what you're, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's incredible. So if you were going to summarize your retention strategy to, to have all these folks that have been there for years and years in one word, what would that word be? Gratitude, you know, yeah, gratitude. And I'm just so very thankful and show them that gratitude constantly, or I try to, and I hope they see it. And, and I, I really think they do. You know, I agree with you. Gratitude you know, it can be a powerful way for all of us just to live our lives, right? To approach our lives. But how, you know, why has it been the secret, do you think, to your successful retention at your agency? They need to know how important they are. I mean, let's face it, without them, we would be nowhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what they, they're in it because they care. They're not in it just for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. and, and you can tell that. And you can tell how they go above and beyond every day with their clients. It, there's things that you don't even know that they're doing until 
you know, you go out to visit with the client and see how things are going and they'll say, oh yeah, this so-and-so, you know, did this for me today and brought me a cupcake. Yesterday was my birthday, you know, so they really do go above and beyond. They're our backbone and we wouldn't be here without them. And I just try to show them that every day. That just really resonates with me and I'm sure it does with the audience as well. Especially, you know, we all know how important those first 100 days are of employment, right? Yes. So what are your some of your tried and true methods for ensuring that you're going to keep people during that 100 days so i think it starts out with our even our at our interview process you know showing them how much we appreciate them and what we're going to do for them mm-hmm. you know, more so like are they they're interviewing us maybe yeah for a job and well they have choices right they, d- they do and so from day one we just show them right then you know how much we appreciate them, tell them what all we do for appreciation um, and orientation. You know, they come in for a full day orientation in the office and everybody in the office meets with them and talks to them. And we all make sure that we say, we're here for you. We're some long way, you know, and to thank you and welcome them to our team. And it really goes a long way. The lunch that we buy them doesn't help or hurt either. You know, that food always helps. But, you know, they're just very appreciative that we talk about communication. And we know you're out there by yourself at a ship. You know, we don't want you to feel alone. So we can be reached 24-7, you know, somebody from the office. And they appreciate that as well. Absolutely. I I would think whether they've got 10 years experience under their belt or they're coming to you fresh, knowing that that kind of communication exists is is really powerful. Yeah. 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 So some of the other stuff we do too is our quarterly trainings. We do a lot of fun stuff for them at the trainings. You know, one time we had a baked potato bar. We did wear your favorite sports team. And then we had drawings of who, you know, dressed up the best and things for Halloween. And we always have door prizes and just breaking out into groups with each other too, just to get to know each other and talk and, you know, their thoughts too, I think helps. So do you have sort of a recognition budget, a line item on your budget for this kind of thing? So we, yes, I do. Um, Because typically quarterly, I give away roughly about $1,500 worth in gift cards that the caregivers earn through Synergy Bucks. And I started that, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years ago. And and it's still going strong and, and they love it. And they accumulate them monthly just for showing up to their shift and no late notices but then they also get them for picking up extra shifts but more importantly when a caregiver gets a compliment whether it be from one of the office staff or a client or even another caregiver we are sure to call them might not always be me but it is somebody from the office staff and it turns in, you know, where we give them that compliment and, mm-hmm. and they just, they like that as much as they get the synergy box. I'm sure they do. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah. They, they don't hear enough praise, you know? It's right. uh, Yeah. Right. Right. That's really important. What about with new employees? Do they have a mentor? How do you handle that? So after they do orientation, they go out and yes, they shadow with another caregiver that has been here a while. And they walk them through the process of, you know, even from clocking in and clocking out and how to enter your care notes and just talking to them about communication, you know, because we're real big on that. Communicate with us. And and if a couple shadows, we do up to 10 hours, but if it isn't enough for them, we will do more if we, you know, if we think they need that. So, um, you know, I'm sure that some people are thinking, well, that's, you know, I can't spare somebody else to shadow, you know, to, to have two people on one client for 10 plus hours. But what do you think that saves you in the long run? I think that helps with the retention because there's people that don't feel comfortable right away going out by themselves. And when they see somebody else interacting with the clients and talking to the clients and knowing what to do, I just think they feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then in the long run, you have them on your team longer than a turnover in three months, four months. Right. And having to start all over again. Yeah. 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 Uh, didn't you tell me something about you try to mentor or, or have them shadow with a relatively new employee and then a seasoned one so they kind of see the difference in how they interact? They do. Yeah. I mean, not maybe all the time because yeah. on their schedule. It's hard to, hard to, yeah. Yeah. And things. But uh, yes, they, they really do. But I try to give them a little variety on yeah. who they see, who they see. Yeah. Or- and we try to send them to different scenarios and clients as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that experience. It's such an important aspect of orientation that I think gets gets overlooked a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in a rush to staff cases, which I totally get. Yeah. But so how, how do you balance that? How do you balance the need to, you know, staff your cases quickly with with really orienting people properly? It That's the tricky part because... Well, and even in our state, it's hard because we are mandated to have a full two-step TV test before they can even go out to a client. Mm-hmm. So we do try like to do the orientation process as far as in the office, you know, while they're doing their two-step TV mm-hmm. and, you know, and we're paying for that TV test up front. Mm-hmm. So you want them to stay. You don't want to lose them. So you need to keep them, you know, engaged type things. And excited. Uh, right. It can, take, it can take three to four weeks sometimes for an employee to get started. Well, it sounds like it's worth it in the long run. I mean, you're, it's, you're, yeah. it's paying off for you for sure. Yes. You know, I know you mentioned that you were a caregiver way back in the beginning and even maybe prior to that, I think I remember. How do you think that your own experiences as a direct care worker has impacted your approach to, to gratitude-focused leadership now that you have in your agency? Right. Well, I mean, when you're out there doing the care yourself and you see what your employees are going through mm-hmm. and you see, you know, how they can get frustrated, uh, you know, with dementia patients, you know, that are 
constantly needing redirected and you know that that can be stressful absolutely I see where they come from you know doing that I know what they went through and what they're going through so we really do try the understanding with them and you know and that's why we tell them we're here you need us we're here call us you know so we can help and we talk to them about that oh we get it we understand it's not that we don't understand what you're going through mm-hmm. everybody in my stop office staff will go out and do care and whoa and help a caregiver that's really impressive if they need help they will go out we'll go out and help them Mm-hmm. And it, it also, you know, like you say, it gives everyone in your office that perspective. Yeah. So that when a caregiver calls in with a, mm-hmm. an issue they're having, they don't just blow it off and say, well, that, that caregiver's in a bad mood today or, you know, right, I'm trying to deal with that or whatever. They yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's really an awesome approach. You know, as you know, Michelle, in our 2023 HCP benchmarking report, Care employees who were surveyed about their satisfaction with their workplace, they ranked staff appreciation at the lowest level. So it seems like there's some disconnect, you know, with how appreciation is being given. It's just not resonating always with employees. So what are some of the more successful methods? I know you've mentioned some of the sports day and stuff, but what are some other things that you need to foster that culture of gratitude? So one thing we do as well is we do a weekly Facebook post on a caregiver and asking them questions like, what's your hobbies, you know? A little bit about them, and they love that, and they love being recognized and, you know, put on Facebook like that. And and then we also ask them some questions in regards to the job, too. You know, what was your best experience, and, you know, what is one of the things you would tell a new caregiver coming on, and things like that. So they really do love that. We've also done, again, crazy things like we do a week of caregiver appreciation at the end of the year where they come in. We have cookies, a hot chocolate bar with all kinds of toppings. They come in and get their yearly appreciation gift. And, you know, they can bring their kids in. Or on like Valentine's Day, we do a candy bar. And they just love doing that, bringing their kids in and saying, oh, this is my body. And that don't Stuff like that we do, and that just gives us touches as well with the caregivers. I mean, because it's so remote on what we do, and it's hard to see them. So we try to interact with them as much as possible and get to know them. How about benefits? How have you approached benefits over the years? So I have, we, for a long, long time, have always offered like AFLAC supplementals and things like that. We do offer health insurance now and vision and dental that they have access to. And that has really, what we've seen, brought actually employees on board since we started offering them. Uh, I can't say that a lot of our older employees started the health benefits, but I think because they had to have other health benefits, right? You know, so... But it has helped with employee. Getting new staff. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. 
And you mentioned your synergy bucks and and re-gift cards. Yeah, we do the EAP program for them as well. Good. And you pay, you said you pay for those initial, I know not every agency pays for say a TV test or the background checks now. We handle those. We pay for all of that. And how much, I know that, you know, the fear is always, well, you know, this person's going to get all this stuff and then they're going to leave before they start providing care. So how, how has that worked out for you? Do you see that happen very often? No, I think if we're going to not retain them, it's before even orientation, you know, so we, so they do get their first TB test and, and sometimes they will have orientation before their second, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they have their second before they come in for orientation. It just varies on schedules and, and things, but I think, you know, looking back and I'd have to look at you know, my statistics in that, but I think we lose more before, between the interview and orientation. So maybe they did interview into multiple jobs. and Yeah. And I think they just maybe thought, well, this might not be, you know, a thing I want to do. Well, this other agency is closer to my home or whatever the case may be. Yeah. 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 So I also pay, besides travel time, which we have to legally. I also pay mileage in clients. Okay, that's that's wonderful. And what about training? You pay for that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Anything else that you can think of on, on your? I bet holidays are a big time. Like you said, Halloween and yeah, you probably make a big fuss at, at holiday time. We do, but we also have to be mindful with some of our employees that don't celebrate. Well, it's true. And thanks to. So that's why we try to label it different things, you know, like seasonal or, yeah, uh, you know, caregiver appreciation week instead mm-hmm. of, you know, come in for Christmas cookies and a yeah. hot chocolate bar. Yeah. Um, so we do, you know, mm-hmm. try to do that, but we have, we are tr- mindful. Well, surely. Yeah. 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 That's, that's excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, it's certainly no secret to you or to the to people listening that, you know, the post-acute care industry right now is going through probably the worst care staff shortage in history. Yeah, yeah. So what advice would you give to providers who are struggling to recruit new staff, let alone retain them? I, I think being upfront and telling them, you know, that this is what we expect and it, we expect that communication and we, you are going to get so much from us, from the clients, but this is what we offer and we don't stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think we just, I think some of the direct care workers, they'll say, yeah, that's what they all say up front, you know, um, we actually do follow through with it mm-hmm. and we, you have to just continue that gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, how about? folks say right out of high school or, you know, younger folks that are coming on board, do you handle them any differently or how do we do? do? I mean, we have to hold their hands some, you know, um, especially since like COVID and they weren't in school a lot and just some of the social skills and things, you, you, you talk to them and we call it hand holding and that probably might not be the right words, but 
There are some that you have to talk with and just encourage and say, hey, we know you got this. We know you can do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there there was a girl that was right out of high school. She's been with me now two years. And she was constantly, you know, being late and not calling when she's going to be late. And the, But the clients loved her. So it's like, you know, we need to talk to her, you know. We bring her in and, you know, we talk to her. She'd be good. And then, you know, it. we go through a little rough patch again. But then you turn around and you bring her in again. I did. At one point, she actually didn't show for her shift. She overslept and it was like two hours. Mm-hmm. And so she, we let her go. Mm-hmm. And she actually came into the office two weeks later with her head down and she's been with me now I like I said for two years and she's phenomenal and the clients still love her and if you had given up on her you would be missing out on a on an amazing yeah yeah right yeah you know it's kind of my belief that that for some direct care workers the guidance that you agency administrators give them maybe the only career advice that they're getting from from anywhere right 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 so i think you know that plus i know you teach some life skills and Uh i think that's that's really important yeah yeah some things that i've done also that the employees love is you know we brought in a bank and they did programs on budgeting and we try to coordinate it when we have our training. So they're here at the office. Because I mean, we're a very rural area, and it takes some people an hour and a half to get to our office. Oh, wow. And so, you know, that's hard for them to run in for like an hour budgeting. Reforms. But if we parent during training and things like that, where they come. And they they love that. We love security issues, cybersecurity. Goodness, I can't think of all the different programs that we've had that they've come in for. And that that's always a good feedback that we get from that. I bet I bet so. Do you offer any bonuses? We do sign on and referral. Okay. Okay. And are there any bonuses along those first hundred days or is that what the sign on? Yeah. Okay. So you, you do you split it up or? You do. It's 30 days and then 60 days. Okay. So what do you think? I mean, I know I, this is just spontaneous questions, so I don't know. You probably don't have the stab, but just approximately, how many do you lose before the 30 days? And if they stay to the 60, do you feel like, okay, we've, we've got them? Well, yeah. I Yes. Yeah. The 60. Again, like I said, I think most of them are, you're going to lose in that time it does take them so long to get started mm-hmm. with the tb mm-hmm. i just feel we lose so many mm-hmm. before that orientation part even comes and that's a state regulation yeah yeah so to avoid that they'd have to go outside of healthcare. yes right it's not unique to your agency right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Interesting. How do you handle people who do call? I know you have a lot of, again, it sounds a bit demeaning, but you know, the carrot versus the stick. 
you have a lot of carrots built in with your recognition and your appreciation. Are there any sticks that you use or or do you stick mainly to the positive reinforcement, positive appreciation? So I have my policies and they know the policies mm-hmm. and they know up front. I'm very honest with them up front. And I say communication will get you so far in this office because that's what we need to hear. Mm-hmm. Now, I expect you to be calling the office if you're running late to a shift. And if that's something that you are continuously, besides not just running late, but not calling us. Yeah. No, they know. And yeah, we do have a policy where, you know, you could get a written reprimand, depending on what it is, you mm-hmm. could probation. And they know that. And when they come in to sign the paper, they're like, I know. And they, they will hold their head down because they do, you know, they, they, they want to live up. They want to live up. They do. They really do. So, yeah, I mean, I, because I mean, we're taking care of clients and we can't just not show up for them. So you do have to hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you need to show them and understand where they're coming from too. Meet them where they are and, yeah. and not come down hard at the first offense. And yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, if you had to sum up, sum things up and give like one or two words of wisdom or action steps to owners or administrators who would like to add more gratitude to their company culture, what would you say? It's constantly, you know, every email I send out, I always say, thanks for all you do for your client and our Synergy team. Mm-hmm. And I include that in emails, like even when I'm addressing it, good afternoon, Synergy team, you know, hope everyone's having a good day. And it just makes them feel that they are a part. And they are, you know, again, what I said early on, they're your backbone. If you don't have them, you're not business. Yeah. 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 And they just like feeling like they're part of the team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, let's look at if there's a few comments and questions. Let's look at that. I see Darcy Davis from Ryan at Home is asking, how do you handle EAP? Do they have to be signed up for health benefits? No. The EAP program I have is I pay a yearly fee for it, and they get a flyer during orientation. And when I send out reminders, I always remind them, hey, we have the EAP, then they can call for financial advice. They can call for, you know, mental health. And it's all anonymous. I don't know. I do know it's used Mm -hmm. because I, you know, as an employer, you have to make sure you're not just paying for something and it's not getting used. Right. It's getting used. I no, it is because I, you know, contact the company that I go through and they say, yes, you know, all is one such and such, but I know nothing of the name or the content. That's such an important benefit. Yeah. 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 Especially now that, you know, the, 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 the stigma about, you know, mental health or stress or other issues that, you know, has, has diminished somewhat right. and people are more right. willing to reach out for assistance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jen in his ass is saying, I tried doing the gift cards, but turns out we need to report that as income for the caregiver. How do you handle that? You you do. And then, you know, you're paying the tax and that too. So, I mean, that's just 
part of what you have to do, but the caregivers, you know, they love it. And, you know, I think they love the fact that they get the synergy bucks more than they actually do for the gift card and the compliments. I mean, they, they love it when they get phone call calling them and telling them, Hey, your client called in today and they just wanted us to know what you did for them and they appreciate it and we appreciate it. And I think that's, you know, the big thing. Yeah. How do you, how do you run the synergy bucks program? I mean, I, I assume it's not monopoly money since some people live so far away. So. No, no, it's not. Actually, I have a stack of it behind me because it's everywhere. But um, yeah, so it's, it looks just like this. Okay. Uh, and they accumulate it. We keep a running total. And anytime they come into the office, they can pick it up. They can choose to hold on to it or they can turn it in then and you know, was it last Christmas, I think somebody saved up all their Synergy bucks, and they ended up getting over uh, $3 worth of gift cards that they use for Christmas gifts. Oh, wow. That meant so much to them. So, you know, recording that is, you know, I think it's fine with them. It also may be a way of savings for them. Mm -hmm. So you record it when you give the gift card. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see. Someone else asked the same question there. Um, Vicki wants to know, can you describe how you pay mileage? Is the commute to the office or first visit excluded from paid mileage? And then conversely, the commute home from the office or the last visit excluded? Okay. So I don't pay mileage to their first shift of the day. But if they have several shifts, which a lot of the caregivers do during the day, they get mileage paid with that travel time. Okay. So they don't get paid the mileage back home from the last shift. Mm -hmm. That's just to and from work. Like, yeah, just like, like yeah. right, exactly. And I mean, it's like I said, we're very rural. So mm -hmm. when, you know, it can add up, I guess, with gas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does, actually. Yeah. And our software system cracks that for us. So wonderful. That makes it a lot easier to do. Darcy commented, expectations are so important. Most people raise to rise to the expectation. That's absolutely true. You know, they'll perform the way you expect them to perform most cases, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marie Claire says, hello, I'm a palliative care nurse from Lebanon. I would like to ask if we're going to receive the recording. I'm not able to follow the session. Yes, we are recording it and we'll send it out to everyone who registered for it for this session. Vicki, our agency transitioned to quantifiron TB blood tests for TB screening due to the challenges with the two TB skin tests. So we are looking into that, but what we're finding is then we have to have a doctor that write each script to go to, uh, to take it to the lab. So our urgent cares around here have not started that yet. Okay. So you have to go to a lab to have that done. So we're really looking into it and we're really pushing urgent care that we go through now because they're all over my territory that to try to get that, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a doctor that is going to write the scripts. She says we use LabCorp and have standing orders from the medical director. That's good to know. Thank you. I love it. I love it when people share information that, that can help everybody. 
Thanks, Vicky. Yes, because we checked into our labs around here, and I don't know where lab if there is one around here. I'll I'll dig into it though. Sabrina asks, "How is that determined in how much bucks they receive? Is there a guideline on how you are rewarding them with it?" So we sort it in the office. I is the we. You know the guidelines for getting so much a month for no late notices and no call offs and things is set. They get 10 bucks for each of those. So they start out with 20. And then for picking up shifts, they might get five to 10, depending on, you know, the urgency of the shift that we needed to get filled. Okay. Same with the compliments. We sort of use our own discretion, mm-hmm. but it's typically, you know, a $10. Okay. Now, does, does, Every employee received some synergy bugs, would you say, during a, a quarter or a month? Or yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and yeah, been, and things definitely. They usually, you know, if we don't hear from clients about some of the caregivers in that, that also triggers us that we need to reach out and see how things are going. And that's a really important point: the silence, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lack of communication. Yeah. 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 Got to focus on that. Lanessa mentions that in Washington State, she also has the 2BTB requirement. Most people know this and have it, and it's not an issue. Those already have it. Okay. Those that don't, we will pay for it and have them get that complete before their first schedule shift. So she's kind of in the same boat. Yes. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, Vicki, yes, I guess, how many caregivers I have. I oh, I missed that one. Sorry. Yes, sorry, Vicki. Okay. I currently have 100, a little over 100. Well, that's uh, that's a lot of wonderful growth from from you and uh, and your first. Yeah. He who helps you do that 24-7. Jones. Right. Yeah, that's wonderful. Do we, we have time for a few more questions if anybody wants to type something in? In the meantime, we've got a few questions of ours too. So one thing that I wanted to ask you, Michelle, before we get to those polls. Well, no, let's start the poll first. The, the data shows clearly that employees who participate in satisfaction surveys are 65% less likely to leave their workplace. So I'm asking all of you out there, would you like to learn more about how HCP can help you retain satisfied employees long-term? So please just take a moment to answer this question on the screen. And while we're running it, Michelle, you utilize satisfaction surveys for your staff, right? I do. Can you tell everybody what you have gained from using employee satisfaction surveys? That's when I started implementing the Synergy Bucks, when I started the satisfaction survey. Uh We were like, they felt like they weren't getting recognized. And that was the biggest thing that we saw. They would just like to know they're appreciated. And, you know, always thought that I did appreciate them, but by words, but I think they also needed something else more physical you know, to put behind it and, and things. And, um, and you wouldn't have known that if you hadn't not satisfaction surveys. No. no, we implemented the more like the shadowing mm-hmm. because they said they needed more training mm-hmm. and not just sitting and, you know, over mm-hmm. videos and doing some courses. And, you know, Pennsylvania, you can take a test and just send anybody out there. 
light. Yeah, you know, and then you don't have to have the videos and and that. But when I first started, what I would do is I met every new caregiver, excuse me, at their first shift, and I stayed with them for hours. Why quickly? Also, I couldn't do that. You know, you know it's not scalable. Yeah. <laughs> As so, but I do have you know a person that does still go and meet them, and you know, even with the shadows, if we think it's going to be a case where. You know, we definitely need to meet the caregiver out there. We're there with them and, you know, meeting them with the family and stuff. So, yes, the survey has showed us a lot and we implemented a lot because of the surveys. Good to know. We have a couple of questions that have come in. What platform do you use for your employee satisfaction surveys? The Home Care Pulse. And that was from Vicki. Zoe wants to know, we have issue with just finding good caregivers. Any recommendations? That's tough. It is really tough. And I mean, we've even been going through that too, to find the good caregivers. And you have a referral program, don't you, for your... I do. Yeah, I do. And that that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Didn't you tell me that sometimes they're scared that their friends won't (laughs) help to your standards? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be like, now I have this person, but you know, I'm afraid to send it because I'm afraid that you know, they might mess up and then that looks bad on me. I said, we don't hold that against you, you know, and things. But usually the people that are current caregivers are really to us mm-hmm. are great because they know what that they're work. They could be working with their client at some time and they want their client taken care of, you know. So, yeah, I think it that's, you know, a good resource there to get mm-hmm. the caregivers. And we've got. You can feel free to type any more questions. In the meantime, we've got one more little poll for you. Would you like to learn more about Synergy Home Care? You'll see another poll pop up on your screen. You know, I really love Synergy's mission, Michelle. I read it on the website. I'm going to read it. To bring wholehearted, life-energizing care to as many people as possible on their own terms, in their own homes, no matter their situations. And it sounds like you and your team really live that mission. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing so many great tips. Obviously, our audience has really appreciated them as well. And, uh, you know, I think kind of what I'm hearing from you is that if you focus on the little things, is that is that what I'm hearing, that you can get really tremendous results? Yeah, I think so. I focus on the little things and th- focus on showing them how much you do appreciate them by telling them every time you see them, you know. And the little things like a candy bar or a hot chocolate bar. I mean, that's not any big thing, but if you do enough of those little things through the year, Mm -hmm. they they really add up. They do. They really. Well, you can see on your screen too if you'd like a free copy of a resource for proven methods to reduce new hire turnover. Please feel free to answer that poll. And in the meantime, Michelle, if people want to get in touch with you and chat with you more about this, what's the best way for them to get? Um, Email would be the best. I email is very simple and it's also on our website, but Michelle Lisk, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-L-I-S-K at SynergyHomeCare.com. Okay. And I can be most easily reached on LinkedIn. So look for my name, Linda Leakley, L-E-E-K-L-E-Y. Thank you all so much for joining us today. 
If you have a story that you'd like to share on Vision, you can find our guest submission form at homecarepulse.com slash podcast. And then you can also find our previous episodes there or on any of your, your favorite podcast listening platforms. And again, thank you all for taking time to join us. And Michelle, thank you for, for your wisdom. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Great being here. Thank you. Yeah.